What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Happy Wednesday, June 7th to you guys. We're hopping in a DraftKings $10 contest. I'll kind of open that up and show you guys the details. Uh, let's get right into the screen share. The draft's about to start in a minute, and it looks like I drew the – we got the five pick here, so that's fine. Uh, I have been getting a lot of, like, 11s and 12s in this contest, and uh, drafters running their – Drafters has some decent best ball contests out there. This one starts in 20 seconds, but I just want to show you, if you go to NFL, uh, it'll just kind of show you all the best balls here. We're doing the top, the top one here, $10 entry fee, 1 million to first. Uh, this is a playoff style format here. So weeks one through 14 are kind of round one. If you get in the top two, I believe of that, you're going to advance into the following week. And uh, yeah, week 17, let's see, I can't click around in here, but uh, here we go, round 14. Uh, 1 million to first, 200, 226K to second. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of good prizes in here. And I believe there's a regular season uh, prize as well. But we're just starting the draft here. I want to just double check that. So uh, weeks one through 14, you have to finish in, your, in the top two of your 12-man round. You advance to round two. And it looks like the, the you have to win first in round two, round three. Just again, the top team moves on to the final round and then the final round here, man. Some nice massive payouts in here. So uh, check that, check it out. They are running a promo right now too, where um, if you sign up for your first $10 draft, they're going to give you another $10 back. So it's essentially BOGO, buy one, get one free. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I did my first one last night. This is probably my fourth or fifth entry into the $10 contest. So I do want to do a lot more uh, DraftKings contest. It is kind of fun doing some different ADPs, uh, but we're on the board here. It looks like we missed Tyreek Hill. You got CMC there. Uh, I'm just going to grab Cooper Cup. I, I want to grab a wide receiver in the first round. Uh, I have been grabbing. If I get one, it's, Jamar Jeff it's Justin Jefferson. If it's two, it's Jamar Chase. Three and four, I kind of do a little bit different things with Tyreek and Cup and, and sometimes Kelsey in the five spot, but we will get our uh, Cooper Cup here to start, and then we'll basically just uh, hang out and let's see what happens with the next pick. And uh, I do want to say, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, don't forget, we're on Spotify, Apple, other podcasting platforms. If you guys, uh, you know, I know it's tough with the YouTube, you know, you have to have the video pulled up and the, the app on the phone, it doesn't let you close it out. But if you want to listen to it, uh, you can definitely check us out on our, on our podcasting apps. And uh, yeah, I'm assuming you guys are already on DraftKings. If you do, uh, if, you, if you have not signed up for DraftKings, I just want to see what my referral code is. Uh, see what the deal is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna copy that and paste it into uh, into the chat for you guys. Get twenty dollars, refer a friend, and you both get twenty DK dollars. So I'm assuming most people are already on DraftKings, but uh, there you go. And then I do want to just do a little bit more digging here. I don't know if there's any regular season. Like I know Underdog has regular season uh, bonuses for if, if you have the top scoring team, but it doesn't look like it. Uh, but either way, we're doing the DraftKings $10 Millie. Uh, I have been doing the, they have a $3 contest as well too. It's 20 entry max. We're going to max that one out and then we're going to try and just keep snagging these $10 ones. But yep, best ball season is here. Uh, I think I'm over 100 drafts between DraftKings, Drafters and Underdog. So we're, we're having a lot of fun doing this. Uh, but the first round here, it looks like Kelsey, A.J. Brown at 7. Got Austin Eckler there at 1.8. Stephon Diggs, 1.9. CeeDee Lamb, Bijan Robinson, and Saquon Barkley round out the, the first round. Uh, and then it looks like Devontae, Amon Ra, Jonathan Taylor, Garrett Wilson. Uh, I, I have been wanting to get a, one of the top-end receivers because 
with the DraftKings format, you're starting three receivers. There's three starting receiver spots, and then you get the flex. So you can start the most receivers. DraftKings is full PR, uh, full PPR. So I'm gravitating towards receivers early in this format. Uh, there goes Josh Allen here and Jalen Hurts. So we got the AJB Jalen Hurts stack. I'm assuming here goes Patrick. Oh, he, he does not take Mahomes. So we're on the board here with Cooper Cup. Uh, I don't really care which one we grab. I think I'm just going to grab Jalen Waddle here, grab ourselves another top end wide receiver. Uh, so we got Cooper Cup, Jalen Waddle. Sure, they have the same buy, but I'm not really that concerned about buys. Uh, week 10, whatever. Um, but I, I like Jalen Waddle. Uh, the other guy I was contemplating there was Chris Olave. Uh, as it stands, I do have Jalen Waddle projected less than Chris Olave right now. Uh, that could change. Uh, but either way, I, I like Jalen Waddle a lot. I think he's got a little bit higher uh, of a floor uh, most weeks here, too. He's just a really good underneath target guy. And Derek Carr is nice, but you also have to deal with maybe Michael Thomas being healthy and back. You have to deal with. Um, Juwan Johnson, you know, some of the running backs there, uh, whereas I feel pretty good about Jalen Waddle being a vital part of that offense. So we got Waddle, <clears throat> we got uh, Cooper Cup. We're feeling pretty good about our wide receivers there. There goes Tony P, Tony Pollard, and uh, yeah, we're having fun. If you guys are new, I saw we just hit 707 subscribers. I would, I would appreciate it so much if you guys uh, subscribed, leave a comment, like the video, all that good stuff. Uh, I put out so much content. I was just looking. Uh, I started this channel june of 2020 so we're kind of just you know at our we're beginning our fourth year full-time on youtube here and uh, i've got almost a thousand videos on this channel here so i put out a lot of stuff almost every other day uh and yeah i would just appreciate it if you subscribe check out the website as well the fantasyfellowship.com everything's free on there by the way the 2023 playbooks where you can get all of my rankings projections articles cheat sheets all that good stuff it's all free so go check it out uh, but anyways we're hanging out here. Uh, we got Jalen Waddle and Cup to start. It looks like some of the receivers have uh, just been hit here. Mark Andrews off the board, all three quarterbacks off the board. It's saying Ramondre Stevenson's the best running back available. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I do like the running backs as it gets later. But like I said, the ability to start a third wide receiver excites me. I'm going to grab DK Metcalf here. Uh, I like to star him just in case my draft doesn't work. So we got three stud receivers, Cooper Cup, Waddle, and DK Metcalf, I believe. In my full PPR projections, let's take a look here. I got DK as my wide receiver 14. So technically we have three of my top 14 wide receivers for 2023. Feeling good about that. And then while we're here, I want to go down and pull up one of my favorite things. It's the best ball cheat sheet. Helps you really figure out uh, what to look for weeks 15, 16, and 17. Because as you know, in a playoff style setting, uh, best ball structure, you need weeks 15, 16, and 17. Um, so we're going to pull this up here and just kind of use this as uh, kind of our guide uh, for when it comes to uh, to drafting these teams. And I do think we got – so, yeah, the Dolphins are my second-ranked stack here for weeks 15, 16, and 17. They're going to get Baltimore week 17. We don't have any Baltimore guys yet, but they do get Dallas and the New York Jets. So those teams are in play for us. The Rams, they're going to get the Giants, the Saints – and the commanders not sure if there's any giants we want out there but we will we will be mindful of that along the way and then uh maybe it would have made sense to get olave there paired with cup because the rams do play the saints week uh what is that week 16 they play so that might have been a nice pick uh, i do want to see if i can open this up in a new tab um and i do think you can uh on the website i think you can save this to your desktop and 
and have it be an image, but if not, I'll get that figured out. Uh, but I absolutely love this chart for uh, when I'm drafting best ball teams. And I'm working on this idea and I'm, I'm calling it the stack within the stack. So obviously Cooper Cup, I want to get other Rams. I maybe want to target Matthew Stafford late. I want to target Rams. And then in that game, they play the Giants. I, I maybe want to target some Giants in that game as well. Uh, but it's also like, obviously you have to get to week 17. So I, I kind of want to look and see, all right, the Rams, they're going to play the Commanders, the Saints to get to the Giants. So I'm interested in stacking Giants and Rams and then stacking within that. I want to stack Commanders. I want to stack Saints. Um, so that's kind of where my theories have been. Uh, so far here in June. But we're moving into our fourth round pick. You see a lot of green here at the back end of the third round and beginning of the fourth round. Uh, the receivers do kind of cool off, I think, kind of after Ridley. I think Ridley's kind of the drop off of like potential, you know, wide receiver ones. I think everybody else is just a solid wide receiver two in this area. Although if Keenan Allen stays healthy for the full season, man, he's going to be probably a wide receiver one. So we're up to pick here. Christian Kirk's one of my favorite players to draft, no doubt. Uh, I did mention Terry McLaurin is a guy that stacks well with our group. Uh, we have 16 seconds here. I don't love Judy. I, I do like Christian Kirk, um, who I think is going to be a heavy piece of that offense. So I'm just going to grab Christian Kirk here. Uh, Kirk's been one of my favorite players last year. And if you watched our if you watched our streams last year, we were very high on, on Christian Kirk. I was ranking him as a top 20 receiver. He ended up being, a, I think, a fringe wide receiver one. So I love Christian Kirk. And now getting a Jaguar on our team, that's going to allow us to maybe stacks. We're, we're going to target probably some Ravens because the Ravens now correlate with our Miami Dolphins. you got Jacksonville, Baltimore, week 15. Well, we have Miami, Baltimore, week 17. So that's definitely in play for us. I do think the next best play for this would be Terry McLaurin. And, yeah, we have a lot of receivers here. Maybe we don't need to force the wide receiver issue. Uh, so far, we are the only team with four wide receivers. We'll see what uh, this first team does. And he goes Kenneth Walker. I'm a big Kenneth Walker fan. He's been falling sometimes in the fifth round, which I think is just too late for a guy that's probably going to run for almost 1,100, 1,200 yards. And, yeah, I get it. Charbonnet is there. But Kenneth Walker is still going to get his touches. So uh, the fellowship is uh, a supporter of the Kenneth Walker now we're almost up to pick. I'm just going to rotate back over here and see. I mean, Christian Watson's there, DJ Moore, Mike Williams. I really like Justin Herbert. I want to get more shares of Justin Herbert. Uh, I don't like taking him. I I like attacking Herbert. If I get Eckler or Keenan Allen, sometimes I can get both. But Herbert's a huge target for me in the fifth round if I can get one of those guys. Uh, you can backstack. Herbert, you have to get Quentin Johnston, Gerald Everett, maybe Josh Palmer, a couple other guys like that. Uh, but this is set up nicely for us. I could take a, a DJ Moore here, but uh, like I mentioned, I'm going to take Terry McLaurin. He does correlate with our my um, with our Rams week 15. So we'll grab Terry McLaurin here. And again, like I said, in this format, you want really good receivers. Like we have five dynamite receivers here. I went five straight wide receivers. The draft is going to open up for us in the 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th round where running backs, and even later, like I love taking running backs late. I think you want to lock yourself into guys that are going to be pretty dang good. And right now, we have five top 20 receivers in my projections right now. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, let's see what the rest of the board's doing. There goes Herbert. I don't love taking two elite QBs. I think if you grab... If you grab one of these quarterbacks in the top five rounds, you do not need two. 
uh, wait until round 12. There was actually a data study that I found that I really liked. Uh, let me see if I can find it for you. Um, and it, it, I believe it was a chart that kind of showed when to take your QB2. Let me see if I can dig it up here. Uh, so you know, follow me on Twitter if you guys are not. I, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly sending out good stuff there on the Twitter machine, but I think I might have missed it. Um, if I find it, I'll retweet it out. But essentially, the data study said it's it's more optimal to, it's most optimal to have two QBs uh, in underdog. That's where it's 18 rounds. But uh, this is 20 rounds. We might grab a third quarterback. And uh, you, you kind of want to grab your second quarterback by around round 12. That's typically, and this, that's last year's data. That's when it was most uh, optimal to draft your QB2. So I get it, though. He's got AJB stacked with Hertz. He's got Keenan Allen stacked with, with Herbert. And he got, I don't know what's going on here. Under DraftKings gets some weird stuff, man. DeAndre Swift, 3.7. That is guaranteed the earliest you're going to see DeAndre Swift go all year. Like, oh, my goodness. DeAndre Swift at the 3.7. That is uh, some funky business there. Um, we're almost up to pick, though. We got Trevor Lawrence. Um, Looks like he's being stacked with Ridley and Travis Etienne. I would have considered Lawrence heavily here if he fell to us. I was somewhat setting that up. Uh, but we are almost up to pick here. I'm just going to star some guys here. I'm a huge Damian Pierce fan. Uh, I do like Alexander Madison. We could continue to just hammer wide receivers here and get uh, Tyler Lockett with our DK Metcalf. Um, we don't have a tight end yet. Um, so Kyle Pitts, maybe. There goes Miles Sanders. We're going to get one of these top end running backs on the board, though, whether it's Damian Pierce or Alexander Madison. I don't love reaching on Madison, so I'm happy we get Damian Pierce here. Pierce at uh, pick 68. His ADP is 63.4. I'm in love with that pick. Uh, Damian Pierce, to me, he's a fringe running back one. I got him at RB13. If I were to look at my flex rankings, and which, by the way, you guys can look uh, on the fantasyfellowship.com. Just go to the projections. I, I have all this spelled out for you. I have Damian Pierce as the 30th ranked flex player. So flex player obviously removes the quarterback from the equation. Uh, but I'm in love with that. We have in my in my book here, I had Damian Harris ahead or Damian Pierce ahead of Terry McLaurin. So technically we have six guys in the top 33. So I'm thinking we we have guys that should be. I mean, Damian Pierce is probably a fourth round value, if we're being honest. Let me go back to the draft board, see who's falling here. Uh, there's Ayuk, Madison would have been nice. Tyler Lockett would have been nice. But now we're now we're feeling good. We got our anchor running back. And uh, if you're not a sold on Damian Pierce yet, dude was putting up some really good numbers last year in a shitty offense. Like Damian Pierce, I, I ended up drafting him in, in one of my most important leagues. He was a rock solid running back too for me until his injury. Uh, I think he yeah, he finished as RB25 and he missed four games. If you filter by fantasy points per game, he was an RB21. So he's you're kind of buying him, especially at these prices. You're, we're getting him as a low-end RB2, which I do think there's RB1 upside in Damian Pierce, especially if he's catching a ton of passes. Uh, we missed the run on tight ends. We missed JSN, which would have been nice. We're up to pick, though. Uh, I do need to diversify my portfolio a little bit. And because, uh, don't get me wrong, I love Traylon Burks. He's one of my favorite picks here. But there's a little bit of smoke there um, <laughs> with DeAndre Hopkins potentially being, uh, you know, on the on the, the Titans. So we're going to grab George Pickens. This is a guy that I have identified. I need more George Pickens shares. I am I'm very bullish on the Steelers offense. I'm 
I'm wearing a, a freaking Steelers sweatshirt right now. Uh, but I love George Pickens, and for him to be our wide receiver six is pretty disgusting. We have Cooper Cup, Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf, Christian Kirk, Terry McLaurin, and George Pickens. This kind of locks us maybe into grabbing uh, maybe Pat Frymuth as our tight end might look nice to kind of get another stack there. And the reason I like Pickens on this team is because it's DK Metcalf, George Pickens, week 17. The Steelers play the Seattle Seahawks. Let's see here. Yep. Uh, they also get Philadelphia, Tennessee uh, in that schedule there. So I don't know if we have anybody that we want on those uh, those teams, but I do like where we are headed here. We have a little bit of correlation there. And now, now we're just on chill. We do need some running backs. I think at 8.8, I'm liking the spot there for a running back. I don't know if I need another receiver anytime soon. I think at this point we have hammered the wide receivers here. We have six studs. We're going to be starting four of these guys every week. Um, so, I mean, we're going to end up drafting a seventh receiver at some point here, but now we have kind of secured secured our, our top end wide receiver starts. And we're, we're going to basically just be, you know, handpicking running backs, maybe a quarterback pretty soon here uh, as well as a tight end. Uh, as far as stacking quarterbacks, I mean, Tua Tagovailoa there with Jalen Waddle could be a target for us. Uh, Geno Smith definitely in play for DK Metcalf, and we get another player in that that Seattle Pittsburgh game. Um, um, the cover on the on the the thumbnail is Brock Purdy. He's kind of one of my favorite end game targets at the quarterback position. I have noticed the quarterbacks go a little bit differently on on DraftKings, and and if you if you're just tuning in and you haven't done a DraftKings draft yet and say you've drafted on underdog or, or drafters, the the ADP is a little bit more friendly on DraftKings. I think there's more people doing this DraftKings contest and uh, a little little bit weird things happen. Like I'm talking like DeAndre Swift here at 3.7. There's just some weird things. And I have noticed that the receivers do get pushed down a little bit into this eight, ninth round range where they're typically gone, especially on under, like underdogs so tough. Those top end guys are, are gone pretty early. Um, we are on the clock. We have the opportunity to get some of my favorite players here. I, I, I love James Cook. I love David Montgomery. Um, I just want to look here. This guy's probably going to gobble some running backs. I'm Again, I really like David Montgomery, but this is full PPR. I'm going to grab James Cook as our running back too. I doubt Montgomery slides to us, but we're probably going to be looking squarely at a quarterback here, whether it's Tua. I think Tua is probably the guy that we want to fall to us to be our anchor quarterback one. And uh, I get it. Tua Tagovailoa has had some concussion issues and and he has had trouble staying healthy. But, man, if if Tua stays healthy for a full, six, full 17 season, Dude's going to put up some big numbers. I just want to look. What did Tua do last year in terms of points per game? Uh, points per game, Tua, and keep in mind, he left early in, I think, one or two games. He put up 17.8 points per games, and that was in 13 games. And he did – I remember he left early – he left early in that Cincinnati game, of course. He only had 2.4 points in that game. Uh, and then I can't remember if he he finished that Green Bay game, but he was pretty concussed for like half of that game. Um, so it's it's probably more like Tua played at like an 18 or 19 points per game level. So when he's healthy, we're probably going to be ranking Tua as a top 10 quarterback. And again, we're, uh, we're hoping he falls here to 9.5 to get him with the Jalen Waddle. Um, our running backs, you don't really need to stack those guys as much. We do miss Tua Tagovailoa here. This guy, not sure why he needed Tua as his QB2. It is what it is, and I'm learning a lesson. I'm, I'm almost I, I almost jinxed it. Every time I talk about a player, 
before I am within a pick or two, he usually ends up getting sniped. Um, so we'll see here. Uh, we're looks like we're the one of the final teams here without a quarterback. Team 12 is probably going to grab a quarterback here uh, at 9.5. What pick number is that? That's pick 101. Man, I don't want to reach on a QB, but I don't think we're going to get a good one to fall to us if we do not. Cortland Sutton, Brian Robinson, Samaje P. Ryan, there's Njoku. Um, I think it makes sense to grab another running back here. Um, we're good on receiver. I like Anthony Richardson. We just don't have any correlation with him. Uh, let's see, Indianapolis, week 17. Sorry, we're going to miss it. I'm going to grab Brian Robinson here. We do need another running back. Uh, and I'm just curious, who did the Colts play? Indianapolis Colts. They get Las Vegas. I'm not super in love with that. So we'll grab Brian Robinson to be our RB3. And now we have, we kind of have the core of our team built here. Um, let me go to the, the board view here. We've grabbed three running backs in our last four picks. We've got James Cook, Damian Pierce, and Brian Robinson. None of their buys correlate. I think that's a pretty solid trio. Uh, I think at this point, Brian Robinson's going to get a ton of touches last year. And I just, this blows my mind. The dude got his knee shot in the summer, missed the first five games, and then he averaged 17 point something carries per game the rest of the season. Like, holy crap. The opportunity for a healthy offseason for him is going to be huge. Uh, maybe he gets more work in the passing game. I don't know. Young quarterback. And if Sam Howell doesn't play, you're going to get Jacoby Brissett, which means he's just going to run the ball. I, I really like securing the volume there. With Brian Robinson, I know Antonio Gibson's probably going to catch passes, uh, but Brian Robinson has a good opportunity to be a volume runner. Uh, and yeah, now we we definitely need some quarterbacks and some tight ends, but we're not going to force it. I think at this point we have a couple more outs left. We do miss Geno Smith here. That's unfortunate. Um, and guys, when you're when you're drafting here, make sure you're stacking your quarterbacks with your wide receivers. You don't want to be taking a, a naked quarterback. Essentially. For me, all of our quarterbacks are gone. We have Matthew Stafford, who we can line up. We can maybe get Sam Howell. We can get Kenny Pickett. So I have a few outs left at quarterback. Would have loved for Geno Smith to fall back to here uh, closer to his ADP, but that's fine. Uh, we'll have a couple more outs there at the quarterback position. And uh, who knows, maybe we end up getting Brock Purdy, the cover boy, this video at the end of the video. But either way, hey, if you guys are just joining us, don't forget to like the video. Subscribe if you are new. Uh, we just... I think we just went over 700, so we're, we're looking good subscriber-wise lately, and I appreciate you. If you guys are watching best ball videos in June, you're my kind of people, so uh, very thankful and appreciative of your time. Uh, we're almost up to pick, though. Anthony Richardson is falling, falling, falling. I could grab him if he makes it, but now that I say that, he's probably going to get sniped here, um, so we shall see. Um there goes Samaj. Samaj Piran, that's a pretty good value on him. I think he's going to be the starting running back for the first half of the year. Anthony Richardson goes here. That would have been a nice value uh, steal there. I'm up to pick, though. I'm going to grab one of my favorite tight ends, and that, that's going to be Pat Frymuth. Last year, Pat Frymuth was tight end seven. And if you look at the numbers in a full PPR setting, uh, we'll even go. Let's go to do they have DraftKings on here? They do not have DraftKings on here, but Pat Frymuth tight end seven last year, which is is pretty crazy considering he only caught two touchdown passes. He averaged 9.9 .9 fantasy points per game in full PPR. Dude was top, uh, top. He was sixth in targets. He was sixth in receptions, and I believe, yeah, 
sixth in yards. So we're getting a potentially top six tight end. As long as the touchdowns flow his way, like he's going to have a huge bounce back season. And now we've built in a pretty decent little week 17 potential stack there. Uh, obviously, we didn't get Geno, but we got DK Metcalf on the Seahawks. We have George Pickens on the Steelers and Pat Frymuth on the Steelers. I guess we will aggressively try and get Kenneth Pickett on the squad. Uh, still no quarterback yet, but I, I feel good about the rest of our roster being uh, at least the core of it built out. We got three stud running backs, not stud running backs, but solid running backs, six stud receivers, and we got Pat Frymuth at the tight end position. Um, quarterbacks, I think I'm fine with running this one till empty. We're gonna we're gonna target some quarterbacks later. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to a running back snag here, whether it's Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams. There goes. Rashad Penny, that would have been a nice snag there. I do like Chico Conco a lot. We're picking at 125, though. I'm going to grab the ADP uh, of Jamal Williams, who – and I get it. Alvin Kamara is there. He's going to get suspended at some point. Um, maybe it's four games. Maybe it's six games. I'm not sure. The Saints did give Jamal Williams, though, a three-year, $12 million deal. They're paying him good money to be there. As long as Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended for – say it is six games – I'm potentially getting a nice RB2 value for, for sure, six games. And even when Kamara comes back, Jamal Williams might just have, you know, that that banger role. And, and we see, I mean, think about it when I, I could see Jamal Williams in that classic Mark Ingram role, you know, that Latavius Murray role that the Saints have rolled out over the years where they're going to have a bruising running back, you know, pound the ball and, and have Alvin Kamara you know, specifically on third downs and, and for some juice plays there. But I think Jamal Williams definitely has uh, a, a role in that Saints offense. And again, since we're drafting in June, I want to be, you know, drafting players that I feel have at least a pretty good uh, projected role in that offense. So I'm happy with that. And yeah, man, we are officially the only team without a quarterback. It feels weird, but I think we're going to like the quarterback swing here uh, in the back half of this draft. And I mean, now there's no pressure. We have a starting tight end. We have four pretty good running backs that I like the rotation for. I have six stud receivers. We, we're going to grab one more receiver at some point here, uh, but there's no issue to force it. I think we're going to sit back and collect some of this ADP value at the quarterback spot. And there is there is data out there. I don't for sure an underdog. There's data. I've seen it. Uh, I'm not sure about the DraftKings format, but the later you go in draft in drafts, the better quarterbacks and tight end picks are because <clears throat> there's more volatility in a running back and a receiver the later you get quarterbacks if they're starting quarterback they're going to get points for you there's a good chance that they're going to they're going to log starts for you tight ends i mean we can go the rest of the draft there's going to be starting tight ends available so uh, as it gets uh later in the double digit rounds that's kind of where i like to to look for quarterbacks typically by now I, I would have had a quarterback already on my roster I would have loved Tua to fall here at 9.5 but it is what it is and uh, you're starting to see less quarterbacks be drafted in this 11 12th round range good uh, mix of green and yellow here as running backs and receivers come off the board I'm not a huge mid-round receiver guy uh, I, I do not know what I'm getting every week from these guys here I do like Michael Gallup and Romeo Dobbs those guys stick out amongst these other you know group here but I like Rasheed Rice too I just don't know what I'm getting you know quite yet with him and if you're drafting in June I kind of want to hang my hat on players that I really trust to be involved uh, in that offense we're on the clock though Russ Wilson's still on the board here guys um I should probably take a quarterback here but 
I don't have anything to correlate it with. Uh, I suppose I could take Derek Carr um, since we do have a little bit of the Saints. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna grab. I'm gonna grab Kendra Miller here, and we're gonna finish out that running back room. Our running backs look really good now. Damian Pierce, James Cook. Those are going to be the top two guys holding it down for us. Otherwise, we got Brian Robinson, Jamal Williams, and Kendra Miller. Uh, I think there's a good chance that we're getting a running back two production out of those two Saints back while Alvin Kamara is away. And even when Kamara returns, there's a good chance that one of these guys, if not both, could be useful. Um, so we pass on the quarterback run here. Uh, I think there's going to be one on the turn back for me. And at this point, I think everyone pretty much has a QB2. We'll see if this guy takes Jordan Love. Um, the, the Joe Burrow team's only got one. The Josh Allen team only has one. Uh, otherwise, everybody has two QBs. So we're going to probably reach on a QB here just to secure uh, what we want here. And hopefully this aligns with ADP. Now, the more drafts you do, the better you're going to be at identifying where these ADP uh, situations are. For me, between Russ, Derek Carr, and who I hope my next pick's going to be, I don't see that much of a difference. Yes, I know there's some injury concerns with Matt Stafford uh, and what he did last year, but I feel really good about it. Um, there's not a lot of worry from Rams camp from what I hear. It sounds like he's participating and fully, uh, fully healthy for an offseason here. Just a disaster year for the Rams last year. So hopefully Matthew Stafford and our Cooper Cup stack will look really nice together. Uh, there we go. We're going to grab Matthew Stafford as our QB1. So um, the board is 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 set now. We have our QB1. We have a tight end one. We have five. We have a good five running back room here. And then you're seeing our, our stud wide receivers are so juicy. Cup, Waddle, Metcalf, Kirk, McLaurin, and George. Pickens, I do want to look at Matthew Stafford's numbers last year. Now, again, last year was just an absolute disaster year for the Rams. Matthew Stafford, though, when he – let's filter by ESPN scoring format. In terms of points per game, Stafford – it was pretty low. He's sitting at 12 points per game, a career low points per game for Matthew Stafford last year. Now, uh, he was able to play nine games. He had a ton of interceptions. I mean, awful start to the year, uh, but I'm thinking they're going to be a little bit more consistent this year. I, I believe the offense is going to have to score a lot of points because that defense, I mean, besides Aaron Donald, guys, name one Rams player for me on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I think it's going to be a long year for that Rams defense. I do like Stafford Cup, and there's going to be some, some Rams receivers here that I, I can maybe grab. Tyler Higby just got drafted. That would have been a nice, you know, comeback for us, but it is what it is. There goes Kenny Pickett. This guy steals our Kenny Pickett with his Joe Burrow there. So that's a little frustrating. He didn't even have Deontay Johnson. So th th that's a no-no, guys. Again, when you're doing these drafts, <clears throat> you want to pick a quarterback where you can at least get one receiver, a tight end, one passing weapon with them at least. Ideally, you get two. Uh, for me, I do have Stafford with Cooper Cup. We're going to be looking at uh, at least one more Rams receiving option. Uh, Kenny Pickett would have been so nice for us as our QB2 with Pat and George Pickens, but it is what it is. We have a couple more outs left at QB. Um, there goes Tank Bigsby. I like Bigsby a lot. Um, Bigsby's going Bigby's gonna to take some of the shine off Travis Etienne. Where did Etienne go in this? Etienne went 4.4. Uh, and this guy here, he should have taken Etienne probably. 
but it is what it is. ETN is going to be getting a, enough volume to be a running back too, but you know, don't, don't sleep on tank Bigsby. Uh, it sounded like they had a round two grade on Bigsby. He is a really good first and second down runner. And there's a chance that he's probably going to be their, their goal line red zone back. And I, I think Bigsby can catch passes. I think he's a, a pretty decent all-around back. I think the Jags are excited to have him. So we'll see what they do with him. But anyways, we do need a QB too. Um, but yeah, at this point, I am feeling like our foundation is there. I, I really like our running back group of Pierce, Cook, Robinson, Jamal Williams, and Kendra Miller. That's been something that I've been doing uh, at relative ease of like Jordan Love still available. I mean, at 143 is ADP, it's 164. The bye week doesn't matter. I don't have any any Packer players, but 20 rounds after ADP, I guess I have to kind of grab Jordan Love there. And I do want to get a third quarterback. Man, Jordan Love was cheap. Um, let, let me identify and see if there's any – can I search by Packers? You cannot. Um, we'll queue up a couple Packers here. You can get – we can get – you know, Jaden Reed on the squad. Uh, I could punt and get Luke Musgrave uh, a little bit later too. So we do have some outs at that position. But man, oh man, I'm going to have to pass on Brock Purdy to get it done. Hmm. Don't know if I love that idea. The thing is with Purdy, he does correlate with our Week 17 commanders. We have Terry McLaurin and Brian Robinson Jr. Um, there's a chance we get Purdy here. It looks like Curtis Samuel is off the board as well. So that, that would have been a nice, you know, maybe a little bring back there. Um, yeah, Curtis Samuel's off the board. But yeah, there goes Jordan Reed. So I guess this makes the pick for me. I would have loved Jordan Reed there. I'm going to take Brock Purdy. We're going to be done at quarterback. And uh, now... We have three decent QBs, Stafford, Love, Purdy. We just want to hit 16 to 18 points per week on that. None of their buys match. I mean, I don't think there's any guy left on the 49ers offense that I can get. But again, like I said, uh, if Purdy goes out and has a big game against the Commanders week 17, it's a good chance that the McLaurins and Brian Robinson uh, could be involved on the other side. Don't know who I can stack with Jordan Love. I think there's one more guy left I have in the queue. It's probably the, the tight end there, the rookie tight end, Luke Musgrave. We'll see if we can stack it, uh, but at this point, uh, those stacks are kind of dry. And I know I harped on stacking your quarterbacks earlier. We do have a nice Matthew Stafford stack here, and I do have a couple more outs. It would have been nice if Van Jefferson fell to us. That probably should have been the move here over Brock Purdy, but because we were so scarce at the wide receiver position, that kind of just dictated what I wanted to do here. And at the receiver position, <clears throat> I mean, there's some good ones left here. We, we haven't had a need to grab one yet. Uh, but as I'm looking lower down the list, I might finish with two more receivers. Um, where he is he? Yeah, Puka Nakua has been kind of the talk of the town over there uh, in the Rams camp, and they're calling him Bob Woods 2.0, which would be impressive. Uh, I don't expect that out of a fifth round rookie, but if he you know goes out and catches you know three or four touchdowns this year, we're cooking uh, with a pick this late. And uh, yeah. We need a, another tight end yet. You see a lot of blue as we get later in the draft. Uh, tight end values uh, increase greatly as we get farther along in this draft. And at this point, maybe one more running back. For sure, another receiver. And we're probably going to have to build a three tight end build here. So I do see with my five picks up, we're gonna, two of those will have to be 
a tight end. Uh, maybe we start looking at those guys as we get this late. Um, I do like Noah Fant. Did he go yet? Noah Fant plays well with us because we have a little bit of a Seattle-Pittsburgh thing going on. Uh, I do have Luke Musgrave here, which would be a good part for our Packers. There's there's Juwan Johnson, who I don't mind. Uh, we got a few picks left to go here. Mike Jasicki, not really excited. Tyler Conklin's going to be a starting tight end for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. I don't hate that. Hunter Henry's still the tight end, starting tight end for the Patriots. But, man, oh, man, if we can get the one that I have start at the top of the list here, that's going to look pretty nice. But, of course, as I say it, he gets picked. Um, the running backs here, you see Rashawn Johnson falling. We're at 188, and he's 161 ADP. I do like Kenneth Gainwell. I like Tajay Spears a lot. I wouldn't be afraid to grab one of those running backs with us here. And there goes Kenneth Gainwell. There goes Tyquan Thornton. So I get sniped on all the guys that I – would have loved to take. Uh, I'm just going to grab Tajay Spears, who I think has a role as a pass catcher for the Titans. And I think I'm good at running back now. We have six good ones, typically in a 20-person 20, 20 draft. Um, six running backs is kind of the sweet spot for me. Five, six, seven, that's kind of where you want to be. I think with our strong receiver build, I'm okay with adding a sixth running back here. And because we, we this was a true zero running back team, and for us to end up with Damian Pierce, James Cook, B-Rob, both Saints running backs, and then Tajay here feels pretty good. Uh, but let's go double down. Again, we don't need a quarterback. I do want to look at the wide receivers. Uh, Greg Dortch, Robert Woods, you know, some of these guys do make a little bit of sense here. Um, and the, the tight end game, man, we, we could play this to zero because I think we're going to get some of these tight ends to fall back to us at the very end of the draft. And like I said, I feel pretty good about Pat Fryermuth where he, to me, Pat, he might enter the, the elite tier of tight ends this year if he catches a lot of touchdowns, uh, but we'll see. I just, I'm, I'm bullish on that Pittsburgh passing offense. And I kind of want to be, uh, I, I really wish we could have got our guy, Kenneth Pickett, but what are you going to do? Uh, let's see here. Chase Brown, Chuba Hubbard are falling. Uh, receivers, Greg Dortch. I, I don't mind Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch actually had some decent games last year uh, in terms of fan uh, drafting scoring. He put up a 22.3, a 22.3, uh, a 17, a 15, a 13. He's a good player. Um, he can play pretty well. I do like Robert Woods, though, as well. Um, so essentially, I just don't want to get sniped on my guy here, so I'm going to grab Luke Musgrave. Let's secure that uh, Jordan Love, Luke Musgrave, Rookie stack, fantastic. We're killing it now. Uh, both tight ends have a week six bye. I wish I would have looked at that before. Rookie mistake. My bad. But either way, we get a little bit of exposure to Jordan Love and at least one of his past catching weapons. If Luke Musgrave catches a touchdown, there's a good chance Jordan Love did something good that week where he's starting for us. I probably should have just taken Greg Dortch uh, to be our seventh wide receiver. But like I said, we have six really freaking good ones. We can finish it up with a, a late wide receiver at some point. I wouldn't be opposed to even drafting two wide receivers here. I think we're done at QB. Stafford love Purdy. It's not it's not Purdy, but it, it'll do. Um, and then, um, yeah, the running backs are good. Maybe two receivers and a tight end, and we'll call it good. I do feel, again, I do feel really good about Pat Frymouth. He is kind of the late-round tight end that I've been gravitating towards uh, in summer drafts here. 
Uh, let's look at his PPR stats. Again, 9.3 points per game. He technically had a, a breakout year last year. He beat his targets. He beat his receptions, beat his yards. But if he finishes, you know, with seven touchdowns this year, like, look out. He's going to be a huge value hit for us. And what you like here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in the double digits of PPR points for Pat Frymuth. So, again, we need tight end, but I feel good about Pat starting pretty much every week for us. And I guess it worked. We were able to get Robert Woods to fall to us. Now, stick with me here. I know Robert Woods is is old. Uh, I don't think he's too old, though. Let me see. How old is Robert Woods? Uh, 31. I know he is old, but he is coming off of a year last year with the Titans. It was his first year back from injury. I, I think I think he's going to be as healthy as he's been in the last couple of years. The last time we saw Robert Woods, he was a fringe wide receiver 2-3 with the Rams. I think he still has enough juice. Uh, he's playing with a rookie a rookie quarterback who could just end up pummeling the hell out of Robert Woods with some short area targets. You might even see some manufactured touches for Robert Woods as far as, you know, quick screens or, you know, wide receiver, you know, jet route, uh, jet sweeps, things like that. Robert Woods as our number seven uh, receiver. I, I'm totally cool with it. And then we have one more tight end to grab. And I just, I can't believe he's free guys. Jacoby Brissett. Interesting. You see Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett get drafted here uh, by MSP 515252. Uh, interesting move. Uh, I do think that competition's a little bit more open than we expected. I know everyone's kind of drafting Howell like he's the guy, but Jacoby Brissett's just super safe and reliable. But either way, I think they got to see what they have in Howell. We're going to see him play at some point. Uh, but they did pay Jacoby decent little money to be their starting quarterback, but uh, we'll see what happens. And hey, if you guys are just joining us, don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you are new. I'm assuming you guys have already got a DraftKings account, but I did post the uh, the referral link there. You get $20, I get $20, and everybody wins. Happy times. Uh, but do some best ball drafts, guys. It is literally the best way to prepare for your fantasy drafts. And for me, like I, I, have, I have a couple big drafts that I'm looking forward to uh in august but i love preparing for these drafts uh with best ball drafts all summer long and we get tyler conklin here i didn't expect to get tyler conklin i think that value is pretty crazy look at what let's look at what tyler conklin did last year and again he's not going to be a guy i want to whip out in my redraft lineup every week but in a best ball format tyler conklin wider or tight end 15 last year in terms of targets and keep in mind this is with junk city at quarterback tyler conklin was eighth in tight end targets with 87 last year uh in terms of receptions tyler conklin eighth with 58 uh tight end yards tyler conklin 12th and he only caught three touchdowns i have a feeling that this might be his floor and you're, you're potentially getting a fringe tight end one with tyler conklin if he goes out and kind of gets the same targets and receptions and yards maybe a little bit more touchdowns, you might have had a, a pretty good value hit this deep in drafts. And I'll go back to the board here, see, show you guys who we're looking at uh, this late in drafts. Uh, we got Jelani Woods, K-Dot, and those are the tight ends being drafted around Tyler Conklin. I just, I cannot believe Noah Fant is free. I know they have JSN there now, but Noah Fant's going to be on the field a lot. And look at this guy here. He waited to get Noah Fant and Zach Ertz, even drafts Ryan Tannehill. 
and his trip triple tight end group is Ingram, Ertz, and Noah Fant. Like I Noah Fant is a screaming value. I can't believe he's being drafted as one of the last tight ends off the board. Uh, a couple quarterbacks here. Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I think I'm going to grab a wide receiver with this last pick. I think grabbing Conklin makes me feel pretty good about the tight end room now. Essentially, like I view him as like a, a potentially a fringe tight end one. Let me see where I have him in my rankings. Tyler Conklin is my tight end 16, so he's gonna he's gonna start for us some weeks, and you can get him for free at the end of your drafts. Now I'm gonna. I don't love pumping a guy especially this early in june we haven't even been to, to training camps yet he's a fifth round rookie uh but from rams camp everything that i'm seeing and hearing is puka nakua is going to be a player that they they move around and apparently he's playing inside outside slot all that stuff they're lining him up in the backfield they're they're probably going to hand him the ball off a handful of times this year they're they're basically they're saying he's he's a younger robert woods and for us to get him with the last pick, all it's going to take is another news blurb or two. And Puka Nakua is is being launched into like the 16th, 17th round, a good you know three, four rounds ahead of where we're drafting him. Uh, but it makes sense for us. We complete the Rams stack, and uh, that's it. That is our squad. We start off with Cooper Cup, Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf. Those guys are locked into our three starting receiver spots. Uh, our flex position is going to be steep competition between Kirk, McLaurin, and George Pickens, really good six wide receiver room. Our running backs, though, even though we we waited until round six to get our first running back, to get Damian Pierce there feels pretty damn good. Uh, we have James Cook, Brian Robinson as our three. We got two Saints running backs, Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller as our four or five. And then we did finish up with Tajay Spears at the six. Um, tight end room, it's Pat Frymuth. It's Luke Musgrave. It's Tyler Conklin. We correlated Musgrave with our Jordan Love pick. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it went, guys. I think this feels pretty good. Receivers at the end, Woods and Nakua, these guys are just kind of whatever. If they get, you know, two, four starts for us, that's totally fine. Uh, but I like what we did here. Obviously, I would have loved to get more stacks with Love and Purdy, but because we waited on QB so late, everything kind of just got gobbled up. But that's it. That is the DraftKings $10 million maker. Uh, and hopefully we can bring it home. I feel pretty good about that draft. I think it's pretty well-rounded. And pretty top-heavy at the wide receiver spot, so I feel good about it. And, hey, if you guys are new to best ball on DraftKings, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, they're doing a promo right now where if you sign in for your first $10 milli draft, you're going to get $10 back. So it's essentially buy one, get one free. Go check it out. DraftKings, fantastic best ball, best ball website right now. And uh, I do a lot of underdog and drafters, but I, I need to get more – invested into DraftKings because I think the ADP is a little bit soft. You can build some pretty good lineups that are just not possible on the other app. So it's a lot of fun. Thank you guys for hanging out with me on June. You guys are sick for watching best ball videos, but I love it. Uh, definitely subscribe to the channel. We'll see you guys in a future video. Have a good night. Peace. Mm -hmm.